If you're looking for a trusted source of natural supplements, look no further than NutritionW.com. Since 1979, Nutrition World has been a staple in the Chattanooga community with dedicated research specialists that stay ahead of the trends to make sure you have the most reliable products available at the most competitive prices. All of their supplements are vetted for quality, effectivity, and potency and shipped using the utmost care with cold packs included in each and every order. You can shop online now at NutritionW.com and choose from thousands of your favorite supplements, sports nutrition, pet, and specialty food products today. Nutrition World, partners on your wellness journey. Hello everyone, you're listening to the Holistic Navigator Podcast, where we believe in the body's ability to heal itself if it's given the proper nutrients and care. My name is Brian Strickland, I'm the producer of the show, and here with me in the studio as always is the host, Ed Jones. Ed, how's your week been? It's been a good busy week and uh, we had a lot of new developments that we're excited about and with the Holistic Navigator and other parts to this nutrition kind of conversation, which we certainly will share with time. And I'm I'm very uh, pumped up about today's podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Well, on today's episode, everyone, we're taking a look at the widespread use of antibiotics and how it's affecting the health of people all around the world. Yes, in certain situations, antibiotics are amazing, but there are consequences for their use. Not only do they destroy whatever invasive bacteria you may have, they also seriously alter your gut flora as well. And on this episode, we want to talk about how to protect your gut with the use of probiotics, especially if you're currently taking or just finished a course of antibiotics. But to begin, let's go ahead and talk about uh, just the general use of antibiotics and how how exactly are they affecting your gut flora? Well, thank you. And I think every one of us in this country uh, has at one time or another taken an antibiotic. And in fact, uh, the amount of antibiotics prescribed and given to animals is mammoth. It's in the billions of doses and it's scary stuff. Well, you know, the definition of antibiotic is actually against life. That's what it is. And before I get into the super details of this, I must say, you know, we are not here to tell you not to take an antibiotic. I'm not here to say uh, that instead of doing it, you should do something else. We are not responsible for your health. We're here as educators. And if you are not brave enough to take hold of your own health as a partner, then you probably need to turn the podcast off because this is about a partnership between knowledge, education, experience, and health professionals who are open-minded. So again, we are not treating your medical conditions. If you have something wrong, go to someone you trust. All right, antibiotics, again, I said it is defined as against life. Well, of course they are because antibiotics are there to kill something. And Why should we really care if your doc has just said, I think you need to take an antibiotic? Uh, Well, we all know that there's some aggravating little scenarios that come with that from the diarrhea, maybe feeling funny. Some people have no symptoms, Brian, believe it or not. But why should we still care? Uh, Because of multiple reasons. In fact, Dr. Jill Carnahan says that the intestinal dysbiosis, that means unbalanced, Uh, leads to many deadly disease states, including inflammatory bowel disease, obesity, diabetes, liver disease, heart disease, autoimmunity, mood disorders, and much more. And the reason is, it's because we actually have about three pounds of 
what we call microflora that resides in the gut. And the amount of us compared to others, which is microflora, we're actually outnumbered 10 to 1. And 10 to 1 uh, means that 90% of what you think you are is actually not you. It's actually others, which is cells. And so I think we all would realize, common sense-wise, we need to maintain a healthy relationship with that. What do antibiotics do? Well, they are going to devastate the whole landscape of the microflora. And, you know, this garden within, uh, which is home to all the cohabitants uh, that we do call the microflora, is similar to if you were working at a large company or you were in the military. Just imagine that you are um, in the military with, you know, 100,000 people. If all of these people, say 97%, are on the same philosophy, the same work ethic, the same uh, goal orientation, it's all going to work well. But if all of a sudden you throw in a mix of people who actually are anti-government and don't want to work or they're lazy or they've got difficulties, you can see that there's a certain tipping point of this percentage where devastation is going to occur because of the fact that we're not all on the same team. Well, that's what happens when you are on antibiotics and you take them. Uh, I'm not going to get into the purpose significantly of antibiotics because we've already done a wonderful podcast with Brenda Watson, who was the guru of PBS television for years discussing the value of probiotics and how to maintain gut health, everything from constipation all the way down the list. And you can refer back to the Holistic Navigator for the Brenda Watson episode to learn so much about the uh, other components of probiotics. But to summarize real quickly, we know that it basically rules the immune system and balances it. It produces brain neurotransmitters. That's why we have to have them healthy or we get anxiety and depression. It removes damaging toxins. It prevents infections, on and on and on. Listen to Brenda Watson and you will be amazed and actually life-changing. So what are some of the side effects of antibiotics that many people do get? One is antibiotic-associated diarrhea. Don't have to explain that one. We all know what that means. Secondly, the one that worries me the most is called C. diff. My father actually passed away from C. diff. C. diff is a bacterial overgrowth that comes almost exclusively because we have used antibiotics. It is diarrhea times 20. It is devastating to the health of the body. Some people never stop going to the bathroom until they die because it's hard to control. Because the thing that caused it is what they use to treat it, which is antibiotics. Uh, brain chemistry changes happen, which is often anxiety, depression. Then you have the potential of gut damage. There's a thing called leaky gut. In fact, it is something that has to be addressed if you have long-term gut issues. Uh, then we have immune dysfunction. And it is epidemic what is happening to autoimmune. I've never seen so many people and clients have issues with their immune system in the as I have in the past 10 years. It was not like this, people, in the 80s and 90s. I promise, because I was here, I was listening, I was watching. And then lastly, yeast overgrowth. You know, yeast overgrowth is not significantly focused on uh, uh, 
a yeast problem in women. It is systemic. What it does is when this yeast overgrows, it causes the immune system to be unregulated, dysfunctional, and confused. Uh, it also causes foggy thinking. It creates a terrible uh, type of short-circuiting of your energy systems. And it's not that yeast is a bad guy. It's, again, it's about balance. Once you take the good bacteria away, yeast flourishes. All right. So let's say you just went to the dock or a couple weeks ago you did and you had some issue going on and the doc suggested you take a antibiotic. I'm hoping and I'm only going to say this once. You'll have to look into it. Fluoroquinolone antibiotics are the most devastating there is ever given. Cipro falls in the class of that and three other ones. You can look that up. Please, if you have to ask your doc or if he's suggesting antibiotics, say let me do one that's not a fluoroquinolone. There's actually support groups because it's changing the lives for the worst in hundreds, thousand people. All right. Let's say you walked out of the office and then sometimes the doc will actually say, uh, I think you should go and get a probiotic. Is that all you need to know to help protect yourself? The answer is no. And in fact, it's hell no. That is such a small part of the solution to what we're talking about. You know why I'm saying this? Because for 41 years, I have observed and followed tens of thousands of people who had taken an antibiotic, came to me, and I watched what happened when they took good quality probiotics, which is not always often, and it was limited, the good benefit. It simply by itself is not going to give you the goal and the regeneration that you want because of the antibiotics. So now for the rest of the story. Dr. Chukkan, who I really respect, who's a GI physician, she wrote in her book, The Microbiome Solution, that it may take many months or even many years to replace the microbiome from a five-day dose of antibiotics. But that's based on the standard advice, which is doing nothing or taking a probiotic. Let me tell you, people, I'm going to give you the seven steps that I can almost assure you that you will regain healthy flora and gut function if you will follow these near the time that you're on the antibiotic or after. The longer you wait, the more difficult it can become. So there is a window of opportunity to do these relatively quickly. All right. Seven steps. The first one of this is that you have to know that regardless of the quality of the probiotic, they will not survive if they do not have food to eat. My analogy is this uh, is if you went to the store and bought some grass seed and you came home and you put it on the carpet of your house and you gave it some water. You know what? A little bit of sunshine, a little bit of water. Those grass seeds are going to sprout. But how long will they live without soil and nutrition? A day, a few days, maybe a week, and they're all going to wilt away. That's what happens to your probiotics, people, if it doesn't have its nourishment. What is the nourishment? Well, they're called prebiotics. Many options you have to make uh, sure that the probiotic has food. One is you can purchase products labeled as prebiotics and drink them. I've done that many times in the past when I felt I wanted to super 
fuel these probiotics. Uh, you can look online. Again, be a informed consumer. Don't just trust each and every company and all the claims. Second, you must eat foods that contain fiber. I'm talking real foods, not the packaged, processed, labeled uh, types that maybe have a big number of fiber that are not even from the earth. Because colored vegetables and eating real food is still the key to longevity. You know what makes the difference between the foods we eat today compared to the foods I ate when I was in high school and beyond? It comes down to two words, dirt and distance. When a food is not grown on dirt, which many of our foods are not any longer hydroponically grown or on soils that are very, very depleted, uh, they're not going to contain anywhere near the supportive nourishment nutrients that they did when we had our foods local. And the second thing is distance. When a food is having to be shipped all the way across countries and worlds and, um, you know, they're going to have to be picked before they're ripe. You can't pick a banana and it's got uh, is perfectly ripe because you know what will happen before it gets to the store. It will be rotten. So we need to get back to real foods. Now, one thing, as far as the colored vegetables, I am a huge believer of drinking the quality green drinks that are available in today's marketplace. So talking about fiber, we need to shoot for 40 grams of fiber per day. I don't care if you're not taking antibiotics. 40 grams plus is where the magic occurs. When I analyze people's diets, I can tell you right now, the majority of people do good to get 20 grams a day. So we need to be doubling that. It's not easy, people. Hey, I'm still as good as I eat. I have to add flax and chia seeds to my drinks every single day. I look at the fiber content probably as the first thing on any package because I want to shoot for about five to seven grams on anything I'm eating. And that gets me close to 40. And don't be fooled, everyone, by the bars that are out that are listing 12 to 14 grams of fiber. I do count that as fiber, but it's a different type of fiber than you would be getting from real foods from your garden. So count it maybe 50%. If it says 12 grams of fiber, really and truly count it as 6 grams and put that into the math, mathematical equation. All right, you know what happens when you... Uh, uh, have bacteria in your gut, good or bad, and you're not feeding it, the bacteria are hungry. So guess what they eat? They eat us instead. Jeff Leach from the founder of Human Food Project made that statement from the studies that were done. So wonder why we're having so much IBS. Wonder why all this intestinal disorders are epidemic. Well, perhaps it's because the good bacteria and the bad do not have any food. And so they're going to protect themselves by eating what they can, which is the gut lining, the mucus layer. So step number two, greatly reduce the sugar content that you eat daily. I'm not saying this because sugar is a bad guy, which it is in excess, but it's because guess what the undesirable pathogens, yeast and bacteria live on? It is the sugar I'm sorry to say the good microflora really don't prefer sugar as much as they do the prebiotic fibers, but the bad guys do. So we got to make sure we're kind of not starving, but we're not giving uh, steroids to the bad guys. So cutting your sugar down is very important, at least for the few weeks while you're rebuilding your gut. 
Why do you think you crave sugar? It's because the bad guys, the pathogens, the yeast, they're telling you through an indirect communication, we want more sugar. We want you to go out and eat all of it that you can. And that makes them happy. So they keep feeding that message to you. And artificial sweeteners are actually no better. So stick with stevia. Try to do organic. I have made this statement before. Excess stevia gives me brain fog, but I am an unusually chemically sensitive person. All right, everyone, let's pause for just a moment to learn more about our sponsor for this week. This episode is brought to you by Mount Angel Vitamins. Mount Angel is dedicated to providing quality supplements to suit your busy lifestyle. They understand that picking out vitamins and supplements can be overwhelming, so they offer simple solutions for what your body really needs and that can help you maintain your health before something needs to be fixed. For more information, visit MountAngelVitamins.com. Mount Angel Vitamins, simple, proactive wellness. Number three, eat fermented foods. Things like sauerkraut and kimchi and unsweetened kefir. Kefir can be worse than a milkshake you're getting at Baskin Robbins. So be an informed consumer because many kefirs have 40 grams of sugar in them. The unsweetened is not like a taste of a milkshake, but that's what you do if you want to be healthier. And then you have to eat um, yeast-fighting foods. Garlic onions, coconut oil. I rarely endorse a specific product by brand name, but Kyolic, spelled K-Y-O-L-I-C, high blood pressure formula, is something I will take, I'm sure, the rest of my life. Dr. Jim LaValle, who is the medical director at Kyolic, is one of the most knowledgeable people. I've had him on my radio show, and we talked about the research on this Kyolic product. It does a job on yeast It also increases blood flow and helps maintain my healthy blood pressure. Number four, we got to upregulate the detoxing of your liver. Well, guess what? If you're already taking an antibiotic, obviously you have a reason, which means you're ill or sick. Uh, So there's one thing that the body has toxins going on. Now you're taking the antibiotic, number two reason for toxins. So the liver is, as generally uh, looked at, is not the super healthy thing as we age that it used to be. So we need to help it. Two of my most favorite items that absolutely will open the pathways called P450 is NAC and milk thistle. Uh, Taken as directed or twice a day is what I do, will open these channels to allow these toxins to not build up. Guess what happens if you use the analogy of a car? If we stuck a bunch of dirt in your muffler, that car would still run. But you can imagine the consequences. That's what happens when the liver's blocked. Number five, Dr. Chukon, the uh, GI doc, says that non-steroidal anti-inflammatories or NSAIDs will wreak havoc on the microbes, the good microbes in our gut. That's something that most people don't know. So here we are feeling bad. Well, how many times do we take pain pills because we feel bad? It's contributing to more of the imbalance. Number six, probiotic timing. This is, again, part of the unspoken conversation. When would you take your probiotic? Well, I have found through decades of listening and watching that two to three hours past 
your probiotic at least once a day, but if you're doing probiotics twice a day and you can do it twice a day, two to three hours after. It means, you know, breakfast, if you're taking your pill, then at 10 o'clock, you'll take the probiotic. Now, the next dose of probiotic, uh, the next dose of antibiotic will kill that probiotic. But guess what? You're going to take it again later on, two to three hours. That's the only hope you have to help during the antibiotic. Now, of course, afterwards, I'm still a two-time-a-day dosing person, but you can do them almost any time after that. Number seven, all probiotics are not created equal, not even by a long shot. I have done stool analysis, which I think number now up to nine or ten, and I have proven to myself how... uh, how how much less results we get by different brands. Number one is if you're ordering your probiotic online and it's not the middle of winter, it's probably dead. The heat itself will devastate a probiotic in hours, not days. And uh, we know that there's very few companies or only one actually I know that actually ships with cold packs. So you might want to look into nutritionw.com because they are the only company shipping with cold packs every single day. Second, the potencies. Don't get too caught up in potencies. This isn't like normal nutrients or drugs where potencies rule the day, but you want somewhere between 30 to 200 billion in order to know you have enough. Next is you got to have a good variety of these probiotics. You don't want just two Because each probiotic now, we are finding out, has a specific purpose. One for irritable bowel, one for losing weight, believe it or not. Uh, In fact, I heard a great study where they took some of the floor out of runners who were super fit and actually put it into mice. And the mice that received the microflora from the super fit uh, humans in cages where they tested them could run 13% faster I mean, it shows you the communication and the power of these uh, cohabitants within us. Uh, And to further show the power of implanting the right good bacteria, fecal implants, which many people know and many people don't, is where you take a donor from your family and you would actually implant that bacteria into your gut. Now, that happens if you have terrible Crohn's, irritable bowel, colitis, especially C. diff. And you know what? 90% cure rate in three days. That shows you that the potential is there, but the way we're doing it is being limited. All right, next, you got to make sure the probiotic has two things, lactobacillus and bifidobacteria. Those are the two classes for the small and large intestine. Look at the date of the product. I don't like it when they say manufactured date. I like to see a date that is potent all the way through. Because if it's just manufactured date, you don't know how long it will last. Next, I'm not a fan of the old-fashioned enteric coating because of the unhealthy ingredients used in that and the unpredictable nature. Now, there are companies today using a new process, which I really love, called enteric shield. And in fact... um, Solar Ray right now is one of them that is using it, and uh, Vital Flora. Those two uh, re- will release those good bacteria in the right place at the right time. And know this. You can take this to the bank. Ed Jones said it because I am the 
chosen guinea pig of this country on many things, including supplements. I've taken over probably 100 plus brands of probiotics over my career. And I can tell you people that 30% of these will not agree with me. I actually took one a year ago. I got very depressed. It showed me the power of these little guys as far as our brain chemistry. And secondly, I can get gas that's not pleasant. I can get a churning in the stomach. So don't think, oh, it's labeled probiotic, so it's going to be perfectly fine. No. And I really would encourage you, if you are not at this time dealing with antibiotics, go ahead and find your friendly probiotics before you actually have to do it with an antibiotic. Lastly, if you are on antibiotics right now, two things. Get the probiotic that you so think is valuable for you, but there's a new wave of type of product called spores. Spores are something that I'm not going to explain here. It's a different type of probiotic that actually the antibiotic can not kill. You can take them together. It's amazing the research has come out on spores. I don't have enough confidence to say do spores only, but I do have enough to say it's safe, effective, and I would combine it with your probiotic uh, during the antibiotic and maybe for several weeks afterwards. I am getting a new stool test done, which I completed about three weeks ago, and I will be revealing that uh, on a future podcast because that's the only way to know the diversity of your probiotics and how much you have. When they look at the cultures around the world of super healthy people, it's really about diversity more than it is amounts. That means that the family's bigger. You have a lot more skill sets. It's you're back into that working in the military and you don't have everyone who's just a foot soldier. You have experts from every field. That's what you get when you have diversity of your microflora. So there's a company called Onegevity. It's uh, O-N-E-G-E-V-I-T-Y dot com. If you go on Onegevity.com and you choose to do this test, type in the code word ED20, ED20, and you would get a $20 discount. That is the test that I did that I will be revealing. And the last two things I'd like to say is we did a podcast on glyphosate early on. Glyphosate is Roundup. It is an antibiotic, people. It's found everywhere. You can't run from it. I just finally, you know, I do the best I can, but I know that I'm getting it every single day. So drinking the pure water from a great filter like ProPure is the one I certainly recommend. Uh, but the biggest thing is opening the ability to detox this glyphosate. And we did a podcast on that on the, the Holistic Navigator. And lastly is children. The advice on children is a little bit unknown. One website that I truly, really, really respect as to how to pick the type of probiotics is www.usprobioticguide.com. usprobioticguide.com. They have a tremendous amount of information on the different versions of the microflora. Not a big fan of them with the brand names because that doesn't always mean everything, but it tells what probiotic does what. So if you had Crohn's or you had something else, you could actually go through there and then figure out the brand you want. But on children, once a child hits about four to five years old, their microflora starts switching into an adult version the products being sold to children are not effective in most cases. The reason, 
is because it's just simply marketing hype. They're dead by the time you get them. They're more heavily flavored because there's they're always gummies or they're this or that. And it simply is not a very effective product. If your child will eat fermented foods, highly encourage that. But if they're five years old, don't fool with the children's stuff. And again, try to get some of this experience behind you before you need it. It's kind of like if you're going up in an airplane, uh, you're going to strap a parachute on, but you didn't have any practice. Let's practice it before the emergency happens, people. Uh, I'm a you know huge fan of being prepared. Well, I hope that's been super informative for you, and I hope not overly informative. But uh, I have found that you know we have to nail these details down, or we get swept up with just the uh, marketing hype and a label, and 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 just go home with hope. And it usually doesn't work out. And I am convinced, as I actually wrote to myself yesterday, the diversity and robust nature of the garden within us may be the strongest connection to our future physical and emotional well-being above everything else. Treat your garden with the same love and care as you would your children and your grandchildren, and you will be so happy that you did it. Thank you, everyone, for listening to The Holistic Navigator. Please Share it, hit subscribe, send us questions. We love what we're doing and we wish you all a very healthy and safe day. The information on this podcast and the topics discussed have not been evaluated by the FDA or anyone of the medical profession and is not aimed to replace any advice you may receive from your medical practitioner. The Holistic Navigator assumes no responsibility or liability whatsoever on the behalf of any purchaser or reader of these materials. The Holistic Navigator is not a doctor, nor does he claim to be. Please consult your physician before beginning any health regimen. 